one size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Red Men TV. It's the build-up show, Liverpool versus Brighton down there at the Amex Stadium. Joined by Chris Pajak, by John Machen, and by Ross Chandley for this one. Christopher Pajak. Uh, we did a good chat about this game on, on the podcast. I so thought so. Let's try not to tread all over that. Um... It was an expression you used on the podcast, which really annoyed me because I wrote this agenda two days ago. Um, the most important priority for Liverpool with this game is getting back on the horse. It has to be, doesn't it? I mean, two defeats on the bounce. We're not used to that this season. Um, but the difference here is it's not too poor performances on the bounce. Mm-hmm. And I think we can all agree that, you know, that Manchester City performance, although we were beaten, we, we played well, you know, and that was the first team. The Wolves game, I'm not too worried about. I think we've spoken about it at length over on the website and on YouTube about how you know you can't judge that side in the same through the same lenses as you judge the first team. You know, it, it wasn't the first team that played, and the confidence that uh, Salah and Firmino played with when they came onto the field suggests that they've not their confidence hasn't been knocked by the performance of. The the, the 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 rest of the team. So yeah, Liverpool need to go out there. We need to put pressure on Manchester City again. I know you'll come on to it later, but we're in a good place. We play at three o'clock on Saturday. Manchester City play on Monday evening. So let's put some pressure on them once again. I think Chris has got a spot on Dad in that. We've yeah, it's two defeats back to back, and that that doesn't look great. But there's a there's a bit of lazy punditry going round where it's like Liverpool, Liverpool have. There are, there are two L's back to back on the form well, that, guide. That, if that was the same team that played against Man City that lost against Brighton, I'd be well more upset with that, that situation. That's the only thing wrong with the Wolves' defeat is that it looks like two defeats in a row, and all the papers say Liverpool are on the back of two defeats, a blip, and all that. And it's nothing of the sort. Mm-hmm. You know, we 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 really didn't want to play that game. I don't think. He obviously needed to rest players, make sure there were no more injuries, and then Lovren goes and gets injured after seconds. Yeah. Um, but you know, forget about Wolves. You know, we've we've got beat by the the best other team in the in the division, in their stadium, mm-hmm. narrowly. No big deal. Yeah. You know, let's sure. let's just forget about Wolves. Paul, listen to your dad. Forget about it. Don't it's forgotten just, about. Just do. Don't mention it. I forgot about City, to be honest. Yeah. No. <laughs> no but it, it's funny because I I, I was on. I did the press box in LFC the other day and we did the Wolves game and then back to City and I was like and the Firmino goal was really good and I was like I can't even remember the Firmino goal I've, I, I, so I was like 
Yeah, it was really interesting and waiting for it to come up on the screen. Oh, God, yeah, yeah, that was a great goal. Well, was it? We, we had the ball for about a minute in that one. I mean, <laughs> yeah. the, the builder play was absolutely superb for that goal. Yeah, absolutely. It was a typical Bobby goal, though, wasn't it? You know, yeah. you, you expect it. If you look at it, he's got his eyes closed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, he puts it in with the back of his head just for a laugh. Um, I, I, all that being said, Ross, because it is, it is important for us to get back, get back to winning ways. There would be something to be said, and I have no expectations on Liverpool to do this, by the way. But if Liverpool were able to construct a statement win, a, 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 a high goal scorer and clean sheet kind of thing, I think that, particularly because Man City will be, they're going to have to get on with their own game, of course, we all, we all are. Particularly given how well they played in the cup, they'll all be buoyed. They'll all be like, "Right, we're back on it, lads. Forget, forget all this. We're we're on the title. We're going to put all the pressure on Liverpool. If Liverpool go out and bang four or five past Brighton, there will be something I think in the back of their minds that goes." I think it'd be a statement to the rest of the league. But from my point of view, like you said before, like kind of any win. So we've had to one first City game was a mental game of football, and we said like the Wolves game was second or even third string team. Just getting back to having the confidence of Mala. Sal and Bobby came on and you could tell the difference straight away. Mm -hmm. You put Alison Van Dyke into that, I just want to see his control a game of football again and yeah. have that confidence of going everything in his hand here. Even if it's like 2-1, 3-1, going back three, four weeks, that's what we were doing. And as a fan watching it, it's still satisfying watching us do that because I know everything's in hand. I'm watching it, he's relaxing, whereas the City game was like tearing your hair out because it was just so end-to-end. -end. I just think it's going out and getting a win is more important than scoring four or five goals. But uh, it, will, it will be lovely. I, I, I just hop back to what John said earlier, you know, the media are talking about us. That statement win shuts them up as well. Yeah. And that, that that's a big thing for me. And, you know, to be able to put that much pressure on Manchester City with a statement win is exactly what Liverpool want to do. I mean, you know, we're not notoriously fast starters this season, but I actually think this is one of those games where I want to see Liverpool start fast. I want because Brighton will be going into this game thinking they're on a blip there. They don't sit. They they won't care about how well we played against Manchester City or the team we played against Wolves. They'll be looking to try and gain a little bit of advantage out of those two losses, and they'll want to start fast and try and put us under a little bit of pressure. Get in, cut the knees off straight away. Get a goal. Cut the knees yeah, off. just do it, man. Just, <laughs> Literally, just do all of it. Like go full Guantanamo. Then you really. got to <laughs> swing, swing, um, and, and then you're off. Sefer off. You know what I mean? They're, they're just on the back of a, a win in the cup, aren't they, Brighton? And they've gone through a bit of a sticky patch, mm -hmm. so they'll be quite up for for the game they'll think oh yeah we're back in form yeah and that's great because they'll probably come out and, and attack they really should be the same though shouldn't be really clops rouse them up to react to a city loss the first defeat in the, in the league and saying well go and show people what you're made of now and say be, and pissed, be pissed off about it well it's funny because in some regards a, a statement could I win i'm saying like statements in terms of like so that to your average casual you know observer goes oh well Bloody five, hell, five, five hell. is a big number therefore statement win you know, a, a two 0 away win probably, <coughs> you know, where Brighton don't, we don't Brighton don't well, cause us too many the home problems. Games, the home the first one I thought we're going to batter this this lot here. You yeah. know, absolutely marmalise them at Anfield, and we didn't. No, and that, that was, was the first case of football I've seen that, that was the Allison save eighty eighth minute, so, wasn't it? You know, I, I don't think we should go there expecting to batter them, <clears throat> but we can hope. Yeah, you know. Yeah, I mean, you, you referenced it there. That Brighton are Brighton are an odd side. They're a good side, aren't they? They're the good, good when they're good, yeah. and the bad when they're bad. Their form is 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 the weird thing, and again, you know, their fans will know better than better than we ever could. But when you consider, like, you know, the defensive record, they've got a better defensive record than six of the teams above them in the league, 
including Arsenal and United, as they just beat Bournemouth in, in, in the Cup. They lost to Burnley, drew with Arsenal and beat Everton in the last six. It's There's, there's no rhyme or reason, but there is there for every reason. They could, reason they could have won the game against Arsenal. I watched that game and they, um, Arsenal battered them to begin with and then Arsenal just fell apart and were lucky to get away with a draw in the end. Mm. And I think Chelsea, they, they won there, but were quite... It was a lot closer than um, you know. Brighton had their chances. So. Yeah, um, th- they'll be up for the game, but I think that's good for us because I think if they think they can beat us, then that makes them vulnerable. Yeah, yeah it's interesting. It was it was la- last year. Ross it took. It was a absolutely barmy team selection. We ended up with Genie Van Alden and Emery Chan in a back three with Dejan Lovren. <laughs> um, yeah. Um, well, that ain't happening this week. Well, that's definitely not happening for a start because well, you know, Emery Chan might want touch, that to happen. Touch, touch wood, Chris. Yeah. Um, I mean, Fabinho might play in defence, like, mm. you know, I do him, but... Um, Chan's definitely not playing. Yeah, but that, that game... That, that game <laughs> yeah, literally. He's not um, playing, is he? That, that game last year, it was... Phil Coutinho was the one who turned the style on. We had a little clutch of games where he was the one who was the, the real impetus that's in that. That's not happening either. Well, that's not happening either, but that, that was one of those <laughs> games of day, where Jane yeah. Jaquiri could, could play an important role in, in that regard. And it was another one where there's fine margins where I think Mignolet makes a save from close range from Glenn Murray and we go down the other end on the counter-attack and, and stick it away. Uh, we, there's actually no telling how this game is going to go, provided we, but provided we stick to it, provided we get back to doing what we do, this has got four two three one Liverpool written written all over it. Really. Yeah, I think this next couple of weeks we're going to start to see the rotation from December coming to play and having that fitness. And we've got loads of injuries and stuff, but I think we get caught up in a bubble thinking, say Fabinho's played so many minutes or. Bobby or Mane, whatever. But every other team's in the same position. To Brighton might have, have knackered players as well. Yeah, they just played totally. the cup game in, in a week as well, who can't rotate heavily because they haven't got the squad depth that we've got. Whereas we have now, fortunately, because of all the injuries, we've got, we've got the fitness levels. And people like Shakiri, who will probably say, there's that many injuries or, or places in the field. I can make a statement here and, and play the next two, three, four games. Yeah, I think, Chris, um, you mentioned that Fabinho, uh, almost certain to start this game at centre-back, you'd imagine. Well, I mean, as I say, Klopp before the Wolves game said that there's a chance Matip will be fit, mm-hmm. so it depends on well, whether well, think, he's back in training I or think not, what wasn't he, it? Yeah, I think what, the last thing we heard on it, and obviously we filmed this before the press conference, he said his fitness is not going to be an issue, but he's not. they've not tested him physically yet, and it's how the bone, how the bone's healed. So whether <coughs> he, he gets that opportunity beforehand yeah. or not, I think the, the, last, the last word on the echo was that it might be too soon for both him and Gomez in the, for this in the, game. In the mirror this morning, it said uh, two weeks for Gomez, end of the month for Matip. Yeah. Interesting. Okay, well, yeah, li- li- either way, I think if Matip's not back in training this week, then I, I think it has to be Fabinho that started centre-half. I, I, and I'd feel fine with that. You know, I, I did watch the game back and I looked at Fabinho and, and Hoover and, and both of them did okay. You know, Fabinho grew into that game in a very, very difficult situation. You know, playing with a 16-year-old lad and Alberto Moreno and Simon Mignolet. I mean, mm. could you imagine playing centre-half for the first time for a new club with them? Uh, you know, you know uh, what that's like? That's like you know, a TV series where there's like a disaster episode and your regular cast gets stuck in an unusual set of circumstances with an unusual set of characters. Like your hard man ends up with a, like looking after the, the, the kids. In the, in the There's a lot of Star Trek episodes where they do this. So I, I, There's a familiar smile from my dad there because he knows this reference. Um, but yeah, it, that's what it kind of felt like for, for, for Fabinho. Like, there's been a mad I'm, situation and he's just been I'm, left with I a bad I was thinking of George Clooney in ER when he's trying to get a kid stuck in a 
storm drain and there's a flood <laughs> yeah, yeah. That must Fabinho must have felt just like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, absolutely. But in those circumstances, you think, I'm going to shine here, I'm going to be brilliant. Yeah, That's I don't, what I and I, don't, I think you're dead right on the Fabinho thing. I didn't walk out that game going, whoa, maybe Fabinho's future's at centre-half. No, but... At no point did I ever think he do, he looks like a guy who's not played centre half before. He just he was, no, no, he was look, absolutely fine. He was he was absolutely fine. He's going to be playing hopefully with Virgil Van Dijk, and Virgil Van Dijk has a habit of making everybody he plays with look world class. <laughs> so it's the organisation as well, wasn't it? The organisation that defence because it was Lovren went off injured and then it's Fabinho we said with two other people who probably can't does anyone know yeah. where the line is meant <laughs> yeah. to be anyone, I feel anyone. honestly Rafa Camacho where are you no where, no genuinely where are you you're supposed to be playing right back <laughs> what's Miller doing here again <laughs> I, I had this is Moreno playing yeah I had this in that charity game we played like, uh, was it last year and um, I ended up playing centre half I've never played centre half in my in my life I've played a lot of games in goal so I, I'm familiar with centre halves but like in, in the back four of no one who had a clue what it was doing, and I was generally like, "Am, am I setting the line here? Like, you know what I mean? Because this is well too high. What we're doing here? And standing on the halfway line, getting balls lobbed over and getting legged back I to our I, goal. I, I don't know if Ollie still watches this, but we had a lad called Ollie who was playing left back alongside me, and he started. He was like Andy Robbo, except he was my size. You know what I mean? And I said like a minute and a half into the game, I was like, "Ollie, you there? Don't move. Don't go forwards because you can't get back." And he bombs on next thing. <laughs> Trying to get back, I'm like, no, mate, we're not playing modern football here, we're playing old school 90s, <laughs> yeah, yeah. fullback city. If I had a rope here, I'd be going full Hodgson on your ass and stinging. Uh, what I don't understand together. about, like, when you play 11 aside, it's always like the two fat lads are going to be centre backs. No, no, no offence, but I was talking about my team. So the two fat lads are going to go centre half. Why? Because they put the dead quick lads up front, because that's what you do. The two dead fast lads are sitting up front, and the two dead fat lads have got to chase them all game. It's not fun. 11 aside is not fun when that's the way it's done where do the fat lads need to get played I don't know DM. centre mid yeah. Jan Mulvey in the, style in the centre mid usually yeah. on the yeah. bench yeah absolutely um, I do my best work on the bench yeah Fabinho very much <laughs> I think Fabinho like Fabinho and Hoover both came up with massive credit for completely different ways Fabinho because like, again I ne- at no point did I watch him and go oh, he was he was a bit virgin like in terms of his composure he, he had an air, an air of calmness so he, did, he was very cool on the ball and Hoover, at 16 years old, to show the composure that he did, and he got caught out a couple of times and whatever, yeah, absolutely fine. When you consider that that was at Wolves's, you know, basically first choice forward line as well, like you know, in that in that regard. So I, I wouldn't be, I would be more concerned with Hoover coming into this game. I think I've seen a few people in comments saying, "Oh, does he get his big chance just because he played a first team game for us?" It's it's possible, it's possible, but. I, I think, you know, the FA Cup is what the FA Cup is, and it tells you, it'll tell you again, it'll inform you even much about Klopp's opinion on the FA Cup. If Hoover doesn't start this, then it'll, and if Fabinho does, it'll tell you that, yeah, oh, that's, this, uh, we're this taking is, this far more go, seriously. Going into the Wolves game, it was going to be Fabinho and Henderson as the two centre-halves. Yeah. So, you know, if, if Hoover then comes into this game, that would really shock me. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but yeah, Ross, ultimately... I'm quite, I'm quite, I'm quite comfortable with that. It's another example of the, of the depth that we've got there. That you know, this is not us putting James Milner at centre half or us having to put Genie Wijnaldum at centre half or whatever. Fabinho, he, he's got the skill set to do to do the job even in a, a short spell. Yeah, I think he showed that against Wolves to be fair, even like his positional sense or the like, the calmness of it. Like, there's no point was I worried. Maybe the goal he lunged in a bit, but then he's probably used to having cover behind him to to make that challenge. And we don't have to make slide tackles as a Liverpool side. Yeah. Um, the young lad, I wouldn't. 
don't want to see him, to be honest, only because of the pressure that's on this game and the fact that we need a win. I think it's too much for him. I think we've got a bit of breathing space or we're even more desperate for a centre-half. Then I think he gets his chance, but that's no slight on him. I was talking to Chris Baskin about this earlier in the weekend. He said as much. He said, forget about him for a month or whatever. Yeah. Just, you know, just forget he exists. Years. But, you know, just let him go and let him go off back to the academy or, you know, continue in training or whatever. Just let him go off the line. Let him go and soak up that. Let him go and analyse performance. Let him go and train. Him. We'll have a seventeenth birthday for God's sake. And then you know, if if we need him further on down the campaign, if we need him, if we are in a and this is this is not basketball. This is me an, an addendum to that. If we need him, great. You know that means he gets to come in and he he, he will remember that game when he went in on, in a low pressure situation and go in confidence. Whereas you cannot you could I mean Dad, you, we've seen it time and time again we've ruined young lads by putting too much pressure on them too soon Look at ben and, he, and to be example. honest you know I know people said oh yeah he had a decent game and all that he didn't look ready to me no. you know he played he had moments where you could see his ability but there were loads of times Not he was way off. off the pace he, yeah. he was out of position you know he looked a bit lackadaisical um, and he didn't have Van Dijk next to him to help him out. But, you know, he's 16, you know, give him a couple of years. If you told me he was going to game right-back, I'd be, I'd be yeah. far happy with that, well, because it's not the be all, it wouldn't be the be-all and end-all in that No, and Fabinho's played right-back, so he, know, he can defend Fabinho, so, yeah. you know. Yeah, he becomes a target, doesn't he? You see his name on a team sheet and you're bright, and Glenmore is just coming all over him, isn't he? Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Um, an interesting one, nevertheless. Uh, if you think that Hoover should be getting a game, let us know in, in the comments. Uh, we're going to do preferred 11s in a second after this short break. And I think this is really interesting. So you can see him down here now. He played 91 minutes. Forward passes, he completed 23 of 29 at 79%. Back passes, 4 of 4 at 100%. Lateral passes, he completed 22 of 23, that's 96%. He tried two smart passes, one of which was to James Milner, didn't complete any of them. His progressive passes, though, and this is something that really stood out for me is Keanu Hover's progressive passes. You know, that ball into a midfielder or into a striker, something like that. He completed 16 of 19 at 84%. Let's just take a little look at and a, a sort of overview of how everybody else did in that. So he's completed the most progressive passes from any Liverpool player on the pitch. That's pretty impressive, isn't it? You see Camacho only six, Lovren one, all right, uh, Fabinho 16, Moreno 13, Milner 11, Keita six, Shaqiri 13, four from Jones, two from Origi, one from Firmino, one from Salah. He's had 19. And Klopp spoke about it, didn't he, that how, how brave he is in possession. And I think that's evidenced by his progressive passes, to be honest with you. And still a high completion rate as well. Long passes, he completed 7 of 10, that's 70%. Some very good long passes there. Passes to the final third, he had 12 passes into the final third. Only bested by James Milner. Impressive for a centre-half. Make sure you get over to redmentv.com, sign up, start your free month trial and uh, get involved with all the amazing content, both in video form and in podcast form as well. So if you like podcasts, then we have got you covered. If you like videos, like we tend to do on YouTube, then we've got loads and loads of that stuff as well. So yeah, do get involved. Not just us, are they? Not, not just us. No, everyone's doing videos on YouTube. Mm, literally. No, no, not everyone. I'm not. Who? Who isn't? People just doing audio. Do they? Mm. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. 
United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Um, for the vast majority, I think it's fair to say. Um, preferred 11s. Normally, we'd go around the room and show everyone's <laughs> 11. There's no point. Everyone's got the same 11. Who should we, who should, who are we going to put the graphic on? Just put it up on Ross. Go on, look. Let's let, let's have Ross. Dis- let's have Ross discuss it. Ross, <laughs> yes. Discuss our preferred eleven. There is no one else, Paul. <laughs> <laughs> Alison back in goal. Trent there. Um, Fabinho. I did put Matip in. I think everyone else did. See if he was fit. Put him in. Otherwise, Fabinho goes in midfield. Uh, Lovren decided he didn't want to warm up properly on Wolves, so he ruled himself out. Uh, Van Dijk back in there and Andy Robertson, and then has everyone else gone forty-three-one? Everyone's gone forty-three. Yeah. So Hendo, Hendo Genie. And then Shakiri and Firepower up top because we want goals. Yeah, I think we can all all agree with that. The teams all kind of dripped in over to me, and I was like, yeah. I started writing, started writing my dad's. Realised it was the same as mine. Got past Ross's, same as mine. Then Chris came in, same. Um, yeah, I mean that. As we say, the only the only attendance that might be that thing that if Matt if Matt was fit, if that's the case, Fabinho in midfield for. I'm not convinced Fabinho in midfield. Okay. So Hendo hasn't played. So unless he's, you know, he's carrying an injury, which mm-hmm. we don't know about. You know, Hendo and Ginny's fine. Yeah, you know? absolutely. I um, think that's that's one the one thing, isn't it? Because is that Henderson knowing that he missed out on the game um, with 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 a slight problem. There is, uh, I just I could make a case for a couple of the fringe players, and I think Kate is actually starting to fall into the world of being a bit of a fringe player at the at the moment, but. The lads who, the, we, it's pretty much the first team. I think it's, I think it has to be. I think there there is a level of importance to this game that we discussed earlier on that you just can't take this one for granted. You know, just like that that Tottenham game after the international break when we beat them two one was just such a big game and it's going to set the tempo for the next month. We had a poor start of twenty nineteen. Mm-hmm. We've got to put our first team out and get a result and and, t- and turn our fortunes around. Yeah, it's interesting because I, looking at the rival fixtures, what we've been talking about that about the FA Cup stuff, 
it's disappointing to go to the FA Cup. There's no getting there's no getting away from that because we want to see Liverpool win every game of football. We want us to win every trophy that we that we entered into. When you start to look at the fixtures like this week, I I'd forgotten. I, I've been talking about this these two legged semi finals coming up in the League Cup. Like Chelsea Spurs was it played last night? Totally forgot about that. Completely forgot that, that was a thing. It's a full-blooded, competitive yeah. game of yeah. football, yeah. you know, where you can get yellow cards or injuries or whatever, um, and it puts pressure on teams. You know, I mean, I mean, the, the papers are full of how Liverpool have now got like five games in two months or something, mm-hmm. and you know, City have got twice that many, and that's important. Yeah. You know, and find the FA Cup. I mean, I love the FA Cup because I'm I'm a traditionalist, but at the end of the day, our priority is going to be winning the Premiership. Yeah, so and that's one of those things is that there's no them having that those extra fixtures. There's no guarantee of anything for Liverpool at all, Chris. But when we, particularly on the back of a World Cup year, particularly with things so competitive at the top of the league. We've just come through an incredibly intense December period, and we've nearly fallen to bits at the at the end of it. These teams have all come through an exactly same intense period, and they're going into a super intense January as well. That I can't help, but I'm no sports scientist, but my basic knowledge of of sports science will tell me that that should. Not guarantee anything, but it, it should go in Liverpool's favour, provided it, we do the right Yeah, thing. it absolutely should. You know, we, we talked about it on the podcast yesterday, Paul. There's going to be more recovery days. There's going to be more tactical days where they can look at the other teams. There's just more time for us to analyse and look back and, and, and decide where we're going and what we're doing. You know, Klopp's probably booking that warm weather training. Um, I don't know. I don't, I don't feel like the results have been great immediately after it. But certainly last season, after the, that little getaway, you know, the squad all comes together again. They've probably not had time to sort of bond and talk things through as a team and, and, and get back onto it. But after that last season, we were fantastic. Yeah. We were in that run for fourth place, of course. We obviously went to the Champions League final. So that'll be good for the team as well. Just having a bit of breathing room, you know. The weather, you know, towards the end of January, early Feb, is going to be really awful here, probably. Normally, normally is, so... You know, getting away and being able to train outdoors, you know, that, 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 that's and, great. You know, again, the World Cup thing that we see it after every major tournament, teams just fall to bits at the end of the season. The last six weeks of the season is an absolute bloodbath. And we've seen it already. I, I, forgive me, I can't remember who it was who tweeted it, but it was like the, it was the injury chart. And, and, and basically, Arsenal have been, Arsenal have had it quite, have been quite. It relatively injury free because they just didn't have players at, at the tournament. Every team, us, Spurs, and and City, in terms of the injuries that we had, it was just it's just littered with red because the guys who played the most football are the guys who were struggling the most this this season. So, you know, there will still be a question about the how, how we handle the Champions League, of course. But if we if we if Klopp's bang up for going on those two fronts. Then we've 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 at least given ourselves no excuses for not being able to have a go on, on both of those fronts. Yeah, I mean, again, my priority is the Premiership, but you know we're we're well placed in the Champions League, even though we haven't been brilliant in it, mm-hmm. and we're going to be playing Bayern after they've coming out of a winter break, mm-hmm. yeah. which is brilliant. Yeah, you know yeah, they're sure. going to be trying to get back to some kind of form. And we're going to be right bang at it. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Um, looking at the fixtures this weekend, then obviously we know City. Well, the day of filming, City are playing Burton. Uh, Saturday, West Ham Arsenal's the early kickoff. We are three o'clock on the Saturday. Chelsea Newcastle's half five. Sunday Spurs United, which will be very very interesting. Big test for Ole. First big test. How do you, how, are you predicting that one? 
draw. Really knackered space side after midweek exertions get caught with the pants down by Man United and all of a sudden United are right back in the hunt. It's a funny one because you want to burst United's bubble, you know, because of their their winning streak. And yet at the same time you want Spurs to drop points, so draw. So it's win-win that for us, really. That's a perfect Sunday Sunday afternoon. Um, Depends if Harry Kane falls over again. Yeah, I, I like if I go. Oh, he doesn't fall, does he? <laughs> fall? No, he is. It falls. It's style. Great. <laughs> I'd want I'd want United to go two goals up early, and then Spurs to draw level to with about eighty gone, and then a Harry Kane dive penalty ninety third minute. Get a bit of both, like you know what I mean. I think get, I can get, dive. The, get the draw and get United. Second really yellow card sent off. Two-two <laughs> draw cuts everyone down to size. Perfect. Um, Man City Wolves eight o'clock Monday, as you referenced earlier, Chris. Um, Wolves are the first team to give Man City a bloody nose this season. We've seen the damage they can do. Once again, though, I hold zero hope for this. In the hope that in that that will somehow come back in our, in our favour. But no, I think. Yeah, Wolves I was one now. Yeah, that's why we lost. Isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. They'll give hundred percent. They won't. That's the one thing about Wolves is they'll they'll be up for it. Yeah, fingers crossed. I again, no expectations on that. Um, Ross, what's your score prediction? Liverpool Brighton. Two nil. Dad. Three nil. Three nil. Yeah. Can you ask me before your dad in future? (laughs) literally every single week let's write them down in future okay yeah let's do that and then you can feel I mean ultimately it makes no difference what does to me I think you're a bad copy Um, I'm I'm a bad gag I'll take uh, two two nils absolutely fine absolutely fine by me let's go back to how we did Palace away you know or or that kind of thing or maybe even maybe a late maybe a late third would do me very nicely in that regard but yeah I'd be happy with that let us know your score predictions in the comments below gentlemen thank you very much it's been an absolute pleasure we'll be back post-match of course we will hope you've enjoyed the show drop a like on the video if you have thoughts on anything we've discussed in the comments below and of course make sure you get over to the redmentv.com sign up we have got stats and tactics from Chris we've got the Reds transfer roundup keeping you up to date with everything going on in the ins and outs of Liverpool Football Club and there'll be a final word show after the Brighton game as well so make sure that you go and check it out we shall see you there imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt now imagine them getting even softer over time that's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets in a recent customer survey 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come try their sheets with a 30 night guarantee plus get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.